following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome in to this Friday edition of Main Street Sports Today. I'm Chris Yao, along with the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton. Hope you guys are having a fantastic final day of the work week. I know I am excited about getting started this weekend. Got a lot going on, including some girls flag football on Sunday, which means I should probably tell you a little bit about that. We will. As a matter of fact, got a great show lined up for you. Josh Corey of the Tennessee Titans will join us here on Main Street Sports today, and he'll tell us all about how the Titans are involved in that. We've also got voice of the Lady Vols, Mickey Deerstone, and former Columbia State Charger. He will join us to talk about his final run in the NCAA tournament as the voice of the Lady Vols. They t- get ready to take on Louisville this weekend. Should be a lot of fun. Obviously, NCAA hoops, women's NIT hoops, and some college baseball. We'll get to all of that on today's show. But before we get to anything, let's go ahead and give you the rundown. This is the rundown. The Friday Rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in southern Middle Tennessee. In a high school baseball action, it was Florence, Alabama 6, Loretto 5, Cascade down Cullioca 12-7, Lawrence County a 10-4 winner over Giles County. It was Portland 7, Macon County 2, Spring Hill an 11-5 winner over Lewis County. Stewart's Creek down Beach 5-1, it was Eagle 15, Forest 2, Zion Christian 11-6 winner over Hampshire. It was a Murfreesboro Central 7, Community 6, and Columbia Academy 9, Richland 3. Oh. Is he connected? He, okay, well, don't don't mute me. All right, I'll continue. Summertown, 11, Laverne, nothing. Rossview, 8, Independence, 5. It was Summit, 11, Blackman, 1. White House, 12, Springfield, 1. It was CPA, Downing Brentwood Academy, 8-6. to six. Pope Prep, a 7-1 winner over Dixon County. It was CAK, 12, East Robertson, 4. Uh, in the Wilson County Invitational, it was Stewart's Creek, a winner over Beach. Davidson Academy down to Upperman, 6-4. It was Gallatin, 13. Mount Juliet Christian, 5. And Gallatin also a 6-4 winner over Friendship Christian. In high school softball action on Thursday, it was Zion Christian, 18. Christian Community, 1. Also, Westmoreland, 15. Cannon County, 1. Lawrence County, 7. Lincoln County, nothing. Eagleville with a 9-4 win over Moore County. Smith County defeated Green Hill, 6-2. Gallatin all over Hendersonville, 22-3. Mars Hill Bible out of Alabama shuts out Loretto, 10-0. It's Mount Pleasant, 10. Cullioca, 6. Station Camp, 15. Hunters Lane, nothing. Mount Juliet with a 7-3 win over Columbia Central. And Summit, Downs Columbia Academy 5-2. 
In boys soccer action, it was Smith County 4, Friendship Christian 0, Greenbrier 3, Watertown nothing, Hillsborough 6-2 winner over Nashville Christian, and Spring Hill a winner over Lawrence County. Um, in NCAA women's basketball action, it was MTSU 55, Vanderbilt 53, no overtime needed, so that meant Mo got to stay. In college baseball, Vanderbilt down South Carolina 10-0. It was the Grizzlies in the NBA action, 133-103 over the Pacers. And for the fourth game in a row, six goals in the Preds game. Unfortunately, not six they for didn't the Preds. Score them. Yep. Yeah. 6-1 Vegas winners over Nashville. High school baseball action today. Franklin Classical plays at Zion Christian. Northwest is at Knoxville West. Whoa. Okay. There's a there's a tournament of okay. some sort. I just don't know what it's called. Yeah, okay. Um, East Robertson's at Cumberland County. Um, Springfield plays at Cheatham County. Hampshire is at Cornersville. Eagleville is at Cullioca. Mount Pleasant travels to Fairview. Excuse me. Uh, Lawrence County plays at Giles County. That'll be at Sam Davis Park. Evangelical Christian plays at Greenbrier. Hillwood hosts West Creek. Loretto takes on visiting Florence, Alabama. Portland travels to Sycamore. Battle of the Woods. Raven at Brent. Page plays at Centennial. And Waverly should be. And Columbia Academy began at 12 noon. So they are either wrapping up or have wrapped up. Lighthouse Christians at Ezell Harding, Franklin Road Academy at Middle Tennessee Christian. The Nashville Knights taking on Dixon County and Creekwood is uh, playing Collierville. That's also a tournament that I'm not sure what it's called. Dyer County and Pope Pope Prep. And then Northeast is uh, taking on CAK. In the PBR National Select Tournament, Riverdale is down there. They'll take on IMG Academy and Bob Jones of Alabama. In the Jim Painter Classic, it's Franklin and Smyrna, Blackman, Spring Hill, Laverne, Columbia Central, Clarksville Independence, and Franklin and Summit. And then a Siegel and Clarksville also in that Jim Painter Classic, I believe. Okay. So. In, in the Wilson County Invitational, Upperman takes on Watertown. It's Donaldson, Christian, and Stewart's Creek. Stewart's Creek will also take on Lebanon. St. Rita of Illinois faces Station Camp. Gallatin and Wilson Central will lock up, and Greenbrier faces Friendship Christian. Saturday, Mount Pleasant is at Zion Christian. Uh, East Robertson will be in the Smoky Bear Classic, which I think is where that Northeast. Okay, and Knox West. <laughs> Knox West game is. They'll take on the Ohatchee Indians out of Alabama. Centennial will take on Oakland. Riverdale has Monteverde Academy out of Florida and Brother Rice. Brother Rice. That sounds like a preacher from down in Alabama. They're out of Illinois. Jim Painter Classic continues. Uh, Summertown Smyrna, Nolansville Smyrna. Uh, Stewart's Creek will take on St. Rita, Illinois in the Wilson County Invitational. Gordonsville and Trousdale County. Uh, Mount Juliet Christian is also in that Wilson County Invitational. They'll take on Upperman. Greenbrier and Gallatin in that tournament. Upperman and Mount Juliet as well. Wilson Central and Station Camp in that in that tournament. Joe Burns and White House will play one another. In the Jim Painter Classic, it's Blackman and Columbia. Uh, Rockvale and Independence and Siegel and Summit. Also Rockvale and Clarksville. In the Serve Pro Tournament, that's where that uh, Dixon County and Collierville and all that is. It's Dyer County and Dixon County in that one. Um Laverne and Rossview and Siegel and Rossview will play. 
think that's it for Saturday. CPA is at BGA. Hillwood is at Columbia Academy and DeKalb County taking on DCA while Middle Tennessee Christian and Franklin Road Academy will play. High school softball today. Westmoreland is at Greenwood and Bowling Green. Green Hill plays at DeKalb County. Page travels to Lewisburg, taking on the Lady Tigers of Marshall County. Spring Hill goes to Tullahoma. Upperman hosts Portland. Loretta will host Collinwood. Santa Fe will host Richland. Columbia Central will host Laverne. Ravenwood hosts Harpeth Hall. Again, Waverly and Columbia Academy was a 12 noon start. Uh, okay. Yeah. St. Cecilia Academy plays at Davidson Academy, and Middle Tennessee Christian is at Franklin Road Academy. The Southern Warrior Classic, Mars Hill Bible and Blackman, uh, Bloomington, Illinois, against Summertown, as well as Florence, Alabama, and Summertown. Wilson County Invitational includes Watertown, Wilson Central, Centennial, Wilson Central. Springville takes on DCA, while DCA also takes on Pope Prep. Tomorrow, Columbia Central is taking on Zion Christian. Uh, I guess that is at Zion Christian. And then you'll have Blackman in the Southern Warrior Classic, uh, White County, Siegel, Greenbrier, um, Green Hill takes on DeKalb County, DCA in Lebanon. Again, Nolansville, Summertown, Science Hill, Smyrna, all in that Warrior Classic. In the Wilson County Classic, it is Cookville, Wilson Central, and Station Camp, Wilson Central. And then we also have Springfield, who is – a, an, a, a, an opponent TBA at the Wilson County Invitational. And then Independence goes to BGA in softball action. So there you go. Okay. In high school boys soccer action today, Cookville is at Laverne. Wilson Central plays Merrill Hyde and Gallatin. Watertown is at Westmoreland. Centennial will host Independence. White House Heritage travels to Gallatin. Loretta will host Giles County. Boyd Buchanan comes to CPA. BGA will host Nashville Christian. In the Smoky Mountain Cup, Page will take on Dobbins Bennett. Beach faces South Doyle. And Woodmont takes on Murfreesboro Central. Continuing that Smoky Mountain Cup, East Robertson has Chucky Doak on Saturday. While Beach is set to play in the Smoky Mountain Cup, but they also had a game scheduled here like in Middle Tennessee, and I'm not sure that they're going to be able to make both of those. Uh, but they are scheduled to play Pigeon Forge on Saturday. East Robertson will also take on Scott uh, – will take on Carter in the Smoky Mountain Cup. Not Scott Carter by himself. That poor kid. Wow. Wow. <laughs> High school basketball on Saturday. The Basketball Coaches Association of Tennessee will host its all-star games beginning at 10 a.m. at Lebanon High School. Action takes place all day, so check that out. College baseball this weekend, um, three-game series starting today. Austin P is at Belmont. Lipscomb is at Central Arkansas. Middle Tennessee State is at Alabama-Birmingham. Number five, Tennessee, takes on top-ranked Ole Miss. And in a series that started last night, number four, Vanderbilt, is at South Carolina. They will continue that tonight and tomorrow in Division Two. Hillsborough, Hillsdale, excuse me, is at Trevecca for the next three games. <laughs> if Hillsborough was there, it'd be a shorter trip. In softball action, 15th-ranked Tennessee's at 6th-ranked Florida all weekend. Eastern Illinois at Tennessee State. That's a Saturday doubleheader and a Sunday finale. Florida Gulf Coast is at Lipscomb, also a Saturday doubleheader with a Sunday finale. Middle Tennessee State is at Marshall. They'll start today and play through Sunday. Austin P is at Moorhead State. That's a Saturday doubleheader and Sunday finale. In Division Two. All three days this weekend, starting today, Trevecca hosting Malone 
And the third-ranked Freed Hardeman Lady Lions at Cumberland all weekend, Friday through Sunday. So go check them out. There we go. Sweet 16 action. NCAA women out at Wichita. Tennessee faces top seed at Louisville. That's a 3 o'clock start on ESPN2. In NBA action tomorrow night, Milwaukee travels to the FedEx Forum taking on the Grizzlies. It's a 7 o'clock tip on Valley Sports South. And on Sunday in NHL action, Philadelphia comes to Bridgestone Arena to take on the Preds. No idea what time. No idea what time. I think it's also 7 o'clock on Valley Sports South. So whatever, however they Check do your local list. One of them is Bally, it's Bally Sports South and one of them is Bally Sports Southeast. So I don't know how they do that. Anyway, that's it for the weekend rundown, which is always fun. All right, we're going to take a 30-second break here, and when we come back, Josh Corey will continue with us here on Main Street Sports Today. We'll talk some flag football, which we did not give the schedule out in the rundown, so we should do that when we come back. And we will. Sports fan, want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Oh, yeah. Welcome back in with the nice little snare drum there. I can't hear the snare in my headphones. It's like the Eminem the, the, the M&M song. All right. We are talking girls flag football. It's a, a pilot program that will begin in Williamson County for 2022. And apparently word is spreading across the state and folks are getting excited about it. So I'm looking forward to see how this uh, continues to grow after year number one. But to talk about how the Tennessee Titans are involved, we have the uh, director of youth. Is it is it youth let's and community him. engagement? Let, let, let's ask him. Josh, what do you do for the Titans? I am the director of marketing and youth and community engagement. That's it. There we go. I, I thought that was right, Quite but I want to make sure. Quite a mouthful. Quite a mouthful. Josh yeah. Corey with the Tennessee Titans joining us here on Main Street Sports today. Um, as Chris said, girls flag football starts up in Williamson County this weekend um, at three sites across the county. At Nolansville, at 2 o'clock, Ravenwood will take on the host Lady Knights, followed by Battle of the Woods, Brent and Raven at 3 and in the four o'clock finale, it will be Brentwood and Nolansville. At Franklin, Centennial and Franklin will play at two, followed by Page and Centennial at three, and Page and Franklin at four. And finally, out at Fairview, it will be Independence and Fairview at two, Summit and Independence at three, and Summit and the host Lady Yellow Jackets at four. Josh, where will you be posted up? I am probably uh, going to head out to the Franklin site. Uh, to go check that out. Um, obviously, there's there's three sites on Sunday for opening opening Sunday, 
and uh, you know I can only pick one of them, so I'm probably headed out there first, and then gonna kind of make my way around to others throughout the next six weeks. There you go. Um, I spoke, Josh, earlier this week to Summit coach Tay Martin and Independence coach Andre Flowers, and if they are any indication, you know, obviously there's a lot of excitement about this this season, this weekend, the whole nine yards. I mean, I'm, I, and I'm sure that you are getting that same type feedback as opening day approaches. Yeah, we are extremely excited, probably just as excited as the girls are. Uh, it was great seeing uh, all the coaches and some of the players, the captains, at the media day that uh, Williamson County Schools hosted uh, earlier this week on Wednesday. And, uh, you know, we're just really excited to get this kicked off. It's been a long time in the making. And, of course, for it to kind of start on Sunday, then play the six-week schedule, and then culminating with the uh, championship tournament on May 7th at Nissan Stadium. Uh, We're just pumped to get started. There's an article on our website, MainStreetMurray.com, um, discussing the the coming weekend and the coming season. And Tennessee has a chance to become the sixth state to sponsor high school flag football, girls high school flag football, um, previously sanctioning or sponsoring and. I'm not sure that there's necessarily a difference, but um, Alabama, Alabama, Alaska, Florida, Georgia, and Nevada all have girls' high school flag football. State championships are sanctioned in Nevada, Georgia, and Josh's native Florida, where you had some involvement with this as well, Josh. Is that correct? Yeah, we. Uh, I was I was at Fletcher High School in Jacksonville, Florida, and. Uh, we had a girls flag football team as the state of Florida was bringing that uh, first in the club sport capacity. And then uh, after they got enough districts to sign on, um, took about three years or so and uh, became a sanctioned sport and uh, was the fastest growing sport in our athletic program. Uh, so, you know, just a, a really great opportunity uh, for females to have an entry point into the game of football, and uh, we're excited. You know, Mo, that's that's one of our goals is we want to be that sixth state to get it sanctioned here in Tennessee, uh, where the uh, the TWSLA will obviously take over that, and uh, they'll have a state series and, and, and tournament just like any other sport. Scrolling through Twitter, as I am wont to do, I noticed earlier today the NAIA the National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics actually has women's flag football. I mean, and I'm sure you probably knew that, Josh, but I mean, so clearly there is something for these young ladies to aspire to. Yeah, and I mean, that that's one of uh, the other carrots that's in front of us, you know, to kind of reach out there and grab is there are opportunities for these athletes after they graduate from high school, to play at the collegiate level. So whether that's uh, at the NAIA level, uh, actually the uh, National Junior College Athletic Association uh, adopted, I think, 10 pilot schools as well in their association this, this year. 
And so we will probably see that trickle its way up to NCA Division Three and Division Two. So, you know, there's going to be financial aid available for these athletes. There's going to be scholarship dollars available. And, uh, you know, it's just the opportunities are great once, once they uh, get to the post-secondary uh, point, point in their athletic and, and academic careers. Obviously, this is opening weekend. There hasn't been a game played yet. But, Josh, across the state, are you guys getting interest from other areas as far as what would we have to do to try to get this cranked up in our area? Are you seeing that yet? Yeah, so we're in uh, conversations with other school districts, you know, and uh, obviously there's some interest here from some other districts in uh, in Middle Tennessee. Obviously there is, uh, you know, there's a distance factor of, you know, what it costs to travel and, and, and play, you know, some of these schools in competition. Um, you know, we're, we're talking with Metro Nashville schools about the possibility of, of adding a, a program there. 23 and and then really trying to sit down and figure out okay what's our what's our plan for some of these districts that are a little bit more rural you know that may only have one or two schools in in their system how do we kind of bring those rural schools together to be part of this as well so uh, the response has been phenomenal I mean just in Williamson County alone looking at the rosters of those schools in Williamson County I think the coach from Brentwood High School said they had 96 girls out for their team, uh, and so the response from the uh, the schools and the athletes has really exceeded our expectations. I know Andre Flowers at Independence said that they had about 60 kids try out, and you know they actually had to cut kids, which is a double-edged sword, I guess. I mean, you, you hate to cut kids, but you also have to keep it manageable, especially in this situation where there's so much coaching and teaching going on. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a double-edged sword. You're exactly right. Hopefully the vision is to build that to where you don't have to turn uh, any of these athletes away. You add uh, the sub-varsity programs in for JV and uh, maybe even a freshman team. There's several – there are several schools in Florida that have three of those teams. And, uh, you know, obviously after getting it sanctioned, that's the goal. I mean, this is uh, this is great for gender equity. This is great for Title IX uh, to add this sports. And, and what, what we've kind of seen is that it's really adding it's – not, it's not taking females away from other sports that they're already playing, but it's actually breeding a new participation of girls that may not be participating in athletics. Certainly going to be a lot of fun. Again, it starts on Sunday. Josh Corey here with us, who is the Director of Marketing and of Youth and Community Engagement for the Tennessee Titans. Josh, you know, it's always a great time when we can get uh, get the Tennessee Titans involved in, in youth athletics and with high school athletics, and we appreciate everything that you guys do up there, uh, really building this fan base, especially with all of the – like I said, the, the transplants who come in rooting for other teams, they need to they need to know that hey, you're in Tennessee now. Your your team your team is the Titans, Dead Gummit. <laughs> so we appreciate yeah, you helping build that. Yeah, no, we we really have a, a sense of purpose in building community and supporting not only you know youth sports but you know uh, our community as a whole, where we can where we can help out and give back to the community that supports. 
uh, our team throughout the year. And uh, so this is something that we're excited about. It's, it's something that's very important to us, and uh, we're ready to get it going. Should be a lot of fun. Josh, thanks for taking some time with us today, man. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for promoting this. We appreciate you guys. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, Mo will be out at Fairview. So in case you're, you know, curious as to what girls flag football actually looks like in practice, you can check it out. Don't ask me any questions, though. Yeah, he's I'm learning his, too. Just, we, we all learning together today. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can watch and learn. Hey, hey, I might be asking you something. So, uh. <laughs> you never know. Uh, Mo went to the Middle Tennessee State Vanderbilt women's NIT game last night. We'll get a firsthand report from his courtside seat <laughs> right after this on Main Street Sports Today. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. I never know what's going to happen. The printer just starts spitting out paper and i'm like man what, what what's going on <laughs> i'm printing it's doing what it's designed to do <laughs> whether from here or franklin apparently uh, we actually got the right computer hooked up with the right printer this time got, you, yeah. gotta technology, love technology is a beautiful thing when it works <laughs> gotta love technology when it works there you go mo you were in murfreesboro last night for that middle tennessee state women NIT game against Vanderbilt and after the first quarter I'm sure the folks the, the Blue Raider faithful were a little worried and after the second quarter 
<laughs> and after the third quarter, yeah. Well, the third quarter was. Well, a, they started to. They started to. I think there was a, figure a, some things out in the second half yeah. and um, outscored them twenty-two to twelve, I think, in the third quarter. Yeah, um, something like that. Just found some things that worked. One of those was Courtney Whitson. <laughs> you know, um, knocked down a couple of threes. I think they were like zero for ten from three in the first half, and finally managed to knock down some threes and open some stuff up inside. And also, I think um, Cambridge, the the really good guard for Vanderbilt, was not quite as um, active defensively, or middle just did a better job taking care of the ball on offense in the second half. Um, she is she is disruptive. And, and you could see, I mean, I don't know what the score was the first time they played, but I know middle won it. But, but this Vanderbilt team, as we've discussed here over the last few weeks, has gotten a lot better here in the second half of the season and, and in the postseason. And they, I mean, they played really well last night. Um, yeah. Much different, you know, team than, than what middle played Earlier. to start the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you have to be impressed with, you know, the Lady Raiders' resolve to – Stick it out, keep going, and but at make the same, some adjustments. But again, you also got to be really impressed with the job that Shea Ralph has done with that Vanderbilt team in a short period of time. And um, they are going to continue to come on, obviously. Um, but, yeah, big win for middle. I mean, to come from behind like that against a Southeastern Conference program where they had trailed for, again, three quarters and some change. And um, – you know, I, I got a chance to talk to Rick Ensel a little bit after the game and thank him for the tickets. But, um, you know, they, they made some personnel decisions in the second half and, and got some folks on the floor that were more ready to answer Vanderbilt's physicality. Gotcha. And, and made a big difference down the stretch for them. Certainly a big win for the – Lady Raiders, and they will move on. We talked about Alabama and Houston. Alabama with a big win last night, by the way, over the Cougs. So I, I think if there was a team that had to lose from Houston last night, I think Houston fans are okay with that one. <laughs> no question. 79-64, the final score there. Alabama moves on to take on South Dakota State. Middle Tennessee State will play Toledo. In, in Toledo. In Toledo. Holy Toledo. Yeah. Got to go up to the home of the Bullfrogs. Toledo Bullfrogs. That's their That's their uh, minor league baseball team. Oh, wow. Did yeah. not know that. No, they are the Rockets. No, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the now, basketball team is the Rockets. Where is yes. that Alabama Jackrabbits game? Brookings, it? South Dakota. They've got to go up there. So, yes. South Dakota is the one seed, I believe, in that, in in that, that bracket. Okay. So... And then Oregon State. I thought middle was the two in theirs, are they not? Middle is the two. Toledo's the one? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Toledo okay. is uh, – well, no, they're not the one. I don't know how they, – they look to be in the area of a five or six seed, so I'm curious. I, I don't, I'm not I sure. Wonder if, I wonder if there's a – you know, you can only host so many games or something like that because middle played – that was the third 
home game middle is played in the WNIT. So. But the winners will advance to the finals and or final four. Is is the final four at a central site? Because I looked at a bracket last night and I couldn't tell that. I might not have been looking at the right bracket, though. Um, you know, that's a really good question. It does not it, – it says it gives me the dates for the semifinals, but it doesn't tell me where, where? the semifinals uh, we can uh, – and so it is – yeah, no, it doesn't. It, I, I guess it's got to be on. I can't imagine that it's going to be at at different sites, but I, don't know. I, I guess it is. Anyway, we we don't know the answer to that. And if you do know, you can always shoot us a message or a comment. All games are at home sites. I'm told. That is interesting. Yeah. Well, there you go. All games are at home sites. Appreciate the information. Um, that being said, Columbia Seton Hall will play in New York. Corvallis, Oregon will be obviously Oregon State and UCLA. Those are the four games that will determine who makes those semifinals. Oregon and State and UCLA? Oregon State and oh, so an, so an all pack twelve matchup there, huh? <clears throat> you got it. Okay. All so right. yeah, it, this is a this is a, gonna be a really interesting because Middle and Alabama could not match up until the championship, which I think would be really cool. That would be cool. Because, one, fans could travel. If it ends up being in Brookings, South Dakota, yeah, <laughs> it may not be as easy to get to. And if it ends up being in Tuscaloosa, it might be a little little, little travel down I-65. A little, no doubt. A little, little side trip to Well, it depends on if you want to go down 65 or take 43 through – <laughs> there's there's a lot of ways to get Tuscaloosa from this area. I've, I can I've tell not, you. I've, I've, I'm not familiar. It's oh, it's it's a lot of fun, except on Saturdays when every volunteer fire department in their mother is at every four way stop asking for money. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Well, they know the traffic's coming through too. It's right? all coming through. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, <laughs> let's take a break and go to halftime here. Middle with a big win, fifty five fifty three. Didn't go to overtime, so that meant Mo didn't have to leave. I've seen enough of those. You've seen enough overtime losses for, for a season. Uh, it's it's halftime when we come back. So y'all stick around here on Main Street Sports today. We'll be back after this.